0: A great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dyes, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of Eloquent Online.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question if your brand were a band. Would you leave the audience wanting more in the name of the episode today? Summer 2022 AC, that's not for air conditioning, although mine is coming on more and more often down here in South Texas, but AC after COVID. Look, I know people are still getting COVID-19. Let me send a quick shout out to my buddy, John Holt, who is on the mend. But for me and for my part, I actually, and I'm just moving on, I am making plans to do things without worrying about that, maybe doing some uh, dates on the road, getting back to some of my roots in professional speaking here locally in Texas and elsewhere but it is a good time i think to kind of look back on this global multi-generational experience this transitory experience that has absolutely impacted every industry including the industry that we talk about here on the show the banking Industry, and so I just wanted to kick off the summer of 2022 talking about some things that we're going to be doing on the show this summer. Summer's different, you know. People are on vacation, uh, people are traveling. We actually see listens go up in the summertime, which is a change from back when we did the live show, when the summers would kind of see a decrease because you can't always. Because in those days, people listened to the show on their work computers, and now, of course, you can listen to the show anywhere, and I always forget to mention this, that if you have a smart speaker, I can't say her name because it'll come on here in the studio, but you can say, smart speaker, play the Power Performance Podcast on in and it will play pretty cool. Actually, you know, I grew up as a Gen Xer watching Star Trek and Star Wars, and those smart speakers are actually really neat. Of course, up front, God save the queen. Indeed, platinum jubilee, 70 years for one Elizabeth Regina II, the Queen of England, the only queen I've ever known and will likely ever know in my lifetime. Now, you may be wondering how somebody from a ruby-red county deep in the heart of Texas became such a monarchist. Well, a couple of things. Um, I collected stamps. When I was young, and you would basically send 50 cents, two quarters in an envelope to these ads that came in the comic books, and you would get in return an envelope of just assorted stamps from around the world. And I had this beautiful stamp album, and it was really great. I mean it helped you understand geography and the leaders of the world. Well, of course, a lot of those stamps, a lot of those stamps were from Commonwealth countries and featured the profile of Queen Elizabeth II. And as a young boy, I have to say my first crush was on the young queen of England, Because a lot of the stamps were from, the 50s. And I just thought, wow, if we're going to have a queen, she may as well be good looking. And so that's one of the reasons that I'm such a committed monarchist. But the other reason is in my time in the military, I had the privilege of serving with Her Majesty's soldiers from Australia, from the UK, Great Britain, and during the war, a soldier from Canada, and their zeal for queen and country only reinforced my fondness for Queen Elizabeth II. Not sure I'm going to have it for her son when it happens. It's just a generational thing, but we'll see. I want to send a quick shout-out to my buddy, Kevin Blair, over at New Ground. Make those, design those beautiful uh, branches and redesigns and remodels. Uh, enjoy talking to Kevin when I get the chance. But he sent me an email, uh, maybe it was last week, saying you've got to get a hold of this guy, a gentleman by the name of Jim night, and we're going to have him on the show in June. He does a lot of what we used to do in the live performances. He uses music as the metaphor and applies it to business, organizations that rock, culture that rock. And it's a really exciting guy, really energetic gentleman. I spoke to him on the phone yesterday doing a pre-call in advance of the podcast recording, and so we're looking forward to that. Uh, Just a great, great metaphorical message. When you think about what it takes to put on a great live musical performance, all of those same things can be applied To banking, And as I used to say all the time when I was speaking professionally and doing the live musical shows at the conference events and the corporate events, which we started, by the way, way back when nobody else was doing that, when we started it, I would say music is the ultimate multi-generational, multicultural language of our shared humanity. And just the other day, this song came on, and it's what got me thinking about this show. Back in 2012, or I think it was 2012 or 2013, we had an event at John Hopkins Federal Credit Union All-Employee Training Day. And so it was great. Scott and Nick were going to be driving in from Allentown, Pennsylvania, and, of course, I was flying up from San Antonio. My brother still lives in Baltimore, and, of course, John Hopkins is is in Baltimore. My brother, even though he's retired Air Force, he lives at Fort Meade, Maryland which is right down the street from the National Security Administration, which he still will not admit that he works there. Anyway, so we're getting into Fort Meade, and I go to the commissary. You know, my brother's a bachelor. He never has enough stuff in the house, so I'm getting stuff for the night. We're going to, you know, hang out, have some fun before the event the next morning, and I'm in the commissary. In case you've never been in the military or around the military, the commissary is the grocery store that you find on military installations all over the world. And so this song comes on, one of my favorites. Uh, in fact, we use it in the live performance. Uh, it's Earth, Wind, and Fires. That's the way of the world. Loved it when I was a kid. Love it to this day. And so... Walking through the commissary, I've got my grocery car, and I'm kind of grooving to this song. And I come around the corner, and I see a black army soldier coming around the opposite corner in the same aisle heading towards me. And he's also sort of, you know, grooving. It's a great, great song. And we kind of see each other, and we kind of start to smile. And then... To visit your deli today where we have maplewood smoked ham for $1.99 a pound. Great prices every day at APHIS and thank you for choosing your Fort Meade commissary. Well now we get, we kind of meet in the middle, me and this black army soldier and I just sort of say out loud towards the, the roof, hey you don't talk over earth, wind and fire? And he looks at me and he goes, yeah you don't talk over earth, wind and fire. And we like bro hug and fist bump. That's what I've missed during COVID-19, those just unexpected moments that you have with a total stranger. And so I'm looking forward to putting all of this behind us sooner rather than later. So we're going to talk about the summer ahead, and we're going to do it all right after this. For over 12 years and over 700 episodes, conference quality information without the rubber chicken dinner and without the expense report. This is the one and only Power Performance Podcast. And, yes, I realize I was talking over earth, wind, and fire, but I listen to that song almost every day. Just one of my absolute favorites. Okay, a couple things that we're going to continue to talk about in the summer of 2022. As you know, we do a monthly show called Sunday on Monday with Sunday Seafried, the CEO of Safe Harbor Financial, a small credit union in Colorado that started banking the cannabis banking marketplace, the cannabis marketplace, when nobody else would. First of all, it is the biggest story in credit unions and community banking of the 21st century that does not get near enough attention. Well. Because because I've been doing this show, I've been meeting a lot of people in that cannabis marketplace. And if you live in a state where there is recreational use allowed, you know that it's big business. It's actually surpassing the taxes for alcohol and cigarettes in many, many states where recreational cannabis has been legalized. But I've got to tell you, one of the – and I'm not talking about Safe Harbor Financial when I talk about this. I'm talking about all of these other – Startup companies that are trying to jump in and do some of the same things, and I've got to tell you, as a historian, it is eerily reminiscent of the dot-com days, and just too many people getting into things too fast. You know, I remember I, you know, I, the reason I was thanking Kevin Blair for for telling me about Jim Knight is because. I get a lot of requests to be on this podcast. You know, we've been doing it for 12 years. We've got a great audience of banking professionals and the consultant class that pesters them all day. And, you know, people sometimes want to come on and promote their product. I had a conversation with somebody, just wanted to be on the show. And you can only use the term revenue neutral So many times with me before I realize that you're not generating any revenue. Safe Harbor Financial was the first. They're the best. But, man, there's a lot of people jumping in. And as our friend, uh, our retail banking coach from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, John Wilkening, is fond of saying, you can't fake experience. You can't hashtag it. You can't download it. You can't get it from Amazon Prime. And I'm keeping an eye on the cannabis marketplace. I thought cannabis and cryptocurrency were the two big emerging trends in banking. And as has been the case with cryptocurrency now for several years, I really don't know what to make of it. Uh, My risk tolerance for my generational age is not going to be something that I want to get involved in. I'm not going to put a lot of money or any money for that matter into cryptocurrency. And I just always think it's kind of funny when people try to compare cryptocurrency to dollar value. Let me let you on a little secret. Cryptocurrency is cryptocurrency. It has no monetary value that you can say is like the dollar, which is backed by good old-fashioned U.S. gold. But it's it is one of those things that I – Keep an eye on because, candidly, I really don't understand it. If you recall, last year we were thinking about doing a monthly cryptocurrency show, and I just said, no, it doesn't feel right. I think it's going to be something that maybe is not as hot in 2022 as it seemed at the time. Uh, but the cannabis marketplace is is certainly blowing up and expanding very, very fast. But I think the crypto thing, at least for me, has lost some of its, some of its um, Bitcoin luster, if you will. Uh, also in conversations with somebody about doing a monthly or quarterly, getting back to the mortgage topic, because folks, first of all, don't believe everything you hear on the news. There's always some wise guy, some smart guy on CNBC or on your local affiliate talking about how the housing market is going to – the bubble is going to burst – It always does, okay? It's like saying it's going to rain soon or it's going to be hot in August. Man, aren't I smart and clairvoyant. The housing market has always been cyclical. But the other thing about the mortgage market and the housing market, which, of course, is incredibly important to banking professionals and the banking marketplace, is that it's regional. You know, COVID-19 deserves to be discussed alongside All of these other moments of historical inflection that seem to occur every 80 years in the United States. You had the American Revolution. 80 years later, you had the Civil War. 80 years later, you had World War II. 80 years later, you have COVID-19. And what has been consistent in all of those 80-year trends or turnings, moments of historical inflection, they have always kicked off a mass migration of People that we've always been here in the United States. After the Revolutionary War, people moved to what was called the West in those days, the Ohio River Valley, Kentucky, Tennessee, Ohio, you know, um, West was everything up to the Mississippi River. After the Civil War, people again, mass migration, moving out west beyond the Mississippi River, beyond the trans-Rocky Mountain continental shelf and into California and the great American Southwest in Texas. After World War II, we saw people leaving the cities and the farms for this new thing called subdivisions and of course now after COVID-19 and I guess a renaissance and understanding that you don't have to live in Manhattan just to work there, once again we're seeing a tremendous mass migration. I saw an article the other day, speaking of Jim Knight who's in Florida and I'm in Texas. Florida and Texas and Tennessee uh some of the fastest growing states in the union because people don't want to pay 450 for a gallon of gas while getting hit with every state income tax and just regulatory nightmares and of course in a lot of states the the reaction to COVID-19 was simply totalitarian, and people get tired of it. Be free people. You can move around the United States. You don't need papers to cross from Texas into Oklahoma or New Mexico or Louisiana. Free people will follow the prosperity and, you know, I had a friend from California tell me the reason he was moving to Tennessee is because you can never really get out of debt in California. Things are so expensive. Housing is so expensive. Gas is so expensive. You know, the state income tax keeps going up and it, After a while, you know, unless you're rich, I mean, wealthy, 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 it's just no fun to struggle. Nobody wants to struggle during certain parts of their life. And so I'll be talking about that this summer. Um, I do like seeing on LinkedIn stuff that is real. I don't mind seeing that somebody has been been named to the fabulous under 40, you know, so-and-so, commercial lender at ABC National Bank. That's great. But I continue, continue to see on LinkedIn what I think to be still a lot of fakeness. Out there. there's a lot of stuff on LinkedIn that I don't think is real. I think one of the reasons Elon Musk is trying to buy Twitter is to prove something that I've long believed since I quit, since I quit Twitter, that it's, so much of it is not real. So much of it are just spam bots and robots and automatic replies. There's nothing really social about a lot of social media. As I've said many times on this program, there is somebody you need to talk to, pick up the phone and call them, somebody waiting to change the trajectory of your life. And as a side note, it was actually the marketing director from John Hopkins Federal Credit Union who back in 2008 told me about LinkedIn. Hey, have you ever heard of LinkedIn? And I had not. I still have the, the note on my original iPhone, one that I keep over there uh, in a the cabinet here in the studio, uh, just to go back and look at it sometimes to see if it still works. And it does, by the way. It doesn't make phone calls, obviously, but the apps, believe it or not, still work on that. And so and in that vein of, you know, fabulous, under 40, I got to tell you, a lot of people that are fabulous over 50, and so I'm going to be talking to some of them this summer. Um, you know, they say what 70 is the new 40, so I guess 50 is the new 30. I can't do math on the air, but either way, we're talking to some people. I don't, I'm 54. I don't feel old, and once again, can't fake experience. And people in their 50s have that, and so that'll be fun. And then. Finally, 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 um, it is a show about performance. Well, I finished watching Seinfeld on Netflix, and I've got to tell you, it is a shame that you can't do that kind of show anymore. It is still literally laugh out loud, not the abbreviation, laugh out loud, hilarious. And it's just a reminder that television used to be funny. And that's something else we'll talk about on the show this summer. I am not taking um, professional speaking tips from millennials, millennials many times who never say anything. It's all done on their phone. It's all done with hashtags and emoticons. Um, no, I am not taking any more advice from this humorless group of people that has ruined comedy in America. I, 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 if you haven't seen Seinfeld on Netflix, it's the only way to watch it without the commercials, and like I said, it's just a shame because a show like that could not be made today. So we're looking forward to a great summer, great summer here on the Power Performance Podcast. My name is Jason Dyson. Thank you so much for listening, and until next we speak, we'll talk to you all Next week, take care.